Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. On episode 378 of Nintendo Switchcraft, Gotham is huge. Dragon Quest XI news is here. It's official. Nintendo hates America. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Stick around. This is Leo from San Francisco, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back. Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Otterscotch. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. You can also leave a voicemail uh, like you heard at the beginning of the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Before we get started, just reminding everybody, I will be at DragonCon at the end of the month. That will be Friday the 30th through Monday the 2nd. And if you want to check out the panels that I will be on, you can find all of that information over at runjumpstomp.com slash DragonCon. I will be on four panels uh, video didn't kill the radio star uh, about podcasting uh, monetization in digital media. Your memories are in another castle, the Nintendo legacy and Twitch 102. Uh, if uh, you're going to be in the Atlantic area, Atlanta area at that time, make sure that you stop by and hang out for the panel. And if you see me wandering around, make sure you come by and say hello. I would love to meet uh, anybody who's a fan of the show. All right. We got some stuff to talk about, so let's let's not waste any time. Let's get started. All right, uh, let's start with, you know, I've talked about this a bunch on the show, the idea that there just aren't enough massively multiplayer online role-playing games available on the, on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, right now, I think you can play uh, region-free Fantasy Star Online 2, uh, although you're not actually playing it on the Switch, you are actually streaming it from their servers to your Switch, but that's only available in Japan. Now, uh, the the game is, I'm sorry, the Switch is region-free, so if you have a Japanese eShop account, you can obviously try it out. However, uh, the problem with that is that it, the game is not localized, so uh, it doesn't matter if uh, unless you speak Japanese or read Japanese, the odds of you being able to figure out what the hell you're supposed to do in that game are probably pretty low. At least that's how my um, that's how my outlook is on this because I, I like to be able to read the menu and figure out what's happening. And I, I suppose you could use Google Translate and hold your phone over your Switch to find out what what uh, menu items do what. And over time, you would learn. Uh, what those menu items do, or hey, you could just learn Japanese, but that's a that's a pretty high hurdle to jump over uh, just to play an MMO. Um, MMO games are some of my, it's like my favorite genre. I love MMOs, and I'm always kind of playing one at any particular time. 
Uh, right now, I'm dabbling just a little bit in Elder Scrolls Online because it doesn't have a subscription fee that I that is required. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV, I'm still a huge fan of, but I've been too distracted by Fire Emblem to uh, sync uh to pay the subscription right now so I'll, I'll definitely go back to that and play more Shadowbringers later on uh when i have more time to devote to it um but then we've got wow classic coming out uh at the end of this month and that's something else that i'm really looking forward to and i'll probably stream some of it over on my twitch channel twitch.tv slash run jump stomp but none of those games are available on the nintendo switch and I feel like the people who only own a Nintendo Switch are kind of getting a raw end of the deal when it comes to MMOs. And I think the reason is going to be very, very obvious when we talk about DC Universe Online, which is an older MMO that takes place in Gotham and Metropolis. And uh, you basically you make your own hero uh, and, you know, the characters like Batman and Super, Superman might lead you through, uh, you know, they would give you quests and stuff to do. So you're not playing as those characters. You're playing as like a lower level hero and Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman, they, they, they like give you quests for you to do uh, or you can make a villain if you want as well. And uh, if that's the case, then like Catwoman and Joker and Lex Luthor, they will be the ones to give you quests. So you get to make your hero however it is that you want, and you get to play in the DC universe uh, and interact with these uh, these heroes that we've all known and loved from the movies and comic book store uh, comic book stories uh, and stuff like that. And this game's it came out on PC. Uh, a long time ago and it came to uh ps4 and i think it's also on xbox one um you know i don't know how long ago that that happened but it's on those platforms now and it's coming to the switch and we already knew it was coming to the switch because i talked about it before but it's coming out in three days and if you are even a little interested in this, then I've got some some good news and some bad news. The good news I already told you, it's coming out in three days. The bad news, the very, very bad news, is that this thing is going to weigh in at 24.1 gigabytes. That is a massive game. Now, why is this game so flipping big? Well, my guess is because of all of the audio. Uh, there's a lot of dialogue in the game where you're going to be talking to various quest givers and they will they speak their dialogue at you and that just takes up a lot of room. And I almost think that DC Universe Online, while while I like that they have that option, I think that they should have shipped the game uh, without with without all the dialogue. So you just read the quest that is given to you with the option of downloading free DLC that includes all of that so that you could get this game at a much smaller footprint on your storage uh, and be able to play it without taking up quite so much room. This is important because, uh, first off, the Switch only has a 32 gigabyte uh, storage uh, built in. Now, when the, when the Switch was first announced and they said that it was 32 uh, gigabytes of storage, there were a lot of people who were very unhappy with that. And I made a video, which you can find on my YouTube channel from forever ago, 
uh, about why 32 gigabytes is okay for the Nintendo Switch. I'll sum it up super, super quickly. The reason why 32 gigabytes is okay is because they get SD card slot. And if they added more storage, that would have increased the cost of the Switch, making it more expensive. But by giving us the SD card, they said, you get to decide how much storage you need. For me, I've got a 400 gigabyte SD card in my Switch. My son has a 128 gigabyte SD card in his Switch. And I know people who have even larger SD cards, other people who are juggling multiple SD cards. So like these five games are on this smaller SD card that they just happen to have. And these four games are on this one. So they're, they're constantly switching them around. It's it's got to be a hassle. It's got to be a pain. There's no two ways about it. Some developers are just really really good at getting that that footprint for file size down and some developers just aren't. And DC Universe Online is made by one of the developers who clearly is not good at that because you look at games like uh you know uh, Mario Odyssey. I think that thing is like 6 gigs. For Mario Odyssey, of course, there's not tons of audio in that game. It's mostly Mario doing woohoos and wahoos and things like that. Uh, whereas DC Universe Online has just buckets and buckets of dialogue for you to, to, to go through. This is why we're never going to see a game like The Elder Scrolls Online or Final Fantasy XIV come to the Nintendo Switch because they just have too much dialogue that is voiced. Now... What I think they should do, I already said, ship the game without the, the voiced dialogue. The players can just read what's on the screen in front of them, and, and then we can play the game. Uh, but it seems like they just don't want to do that, or maybe it's not nearly as easy as I'm making it out to be. Either way, 24.1 gigs for DC Universe Online is a lot of storage, and I don't know that it's something that I would be willing to take up uh, the room on my Nintendo Switch, it occurs to me, I'm curious as to how much room I have on the, my Nintendo Switch right now. So I'm actually going to uh, open up my settings and look at my data management. So right now, my micro SD card has 9.7 uh, gigabytes available. And I'm sorry, that's my system memory. And my micro SD card has 91.6 gigabytes available. So I could, pr I, I could put this on my Switch no problem. In fact, you know what? I've decided. I, I will download this and check it out. As long as it's free. I'm pretty sure it's a free-to-play game. I will download it and check it out. I may even do like a first-look video on my YouTube channel. Who knows? But I'm curious as to what you guys think. Is this a deal-breaker for you? Uh, if you're watching on my YouTube channel, I'll try and put a little poll up here so you guys can answer up there. Or you can let me know in the comments down below. Or you can get a hold of me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp. Use the hashtag NintendoSwitchCraft. Um... With that DC Universe uh, story out of the way, let's talk about the Nintendo download real quick. Uh, every week on Thursday, Nintendo posts the Nintendo download. I didn't have time to fit it into yesterday's show on the Friday show. Uh, so I'm putting it into today's show. Uh, basically, uh, they tell us what's coming up on the, on the Nintendo Switch and, uh, of course, sometimes the 3DS as well. Uh, you can find the full Nintendo download over at runjumpstomp.com. Uh, this one is called Nintendo Download for August 1st, 2019. Uh, humanity is doomed. The games that are coming to the Nintendo Switch 
uh, very soon this week is Pandemic. Uh, now, Pandemic makes me... I wonder if is this, is this a version of the board game? It is a version of the board game. Okay. This is a fantastic board game. Uh, my buddy Bravd has, and he's brought it over. And basically, uh, there are... Uh, these very quickly spreading illnesses that are spreading all over the world. And you it's your job as scientists to cure these diseases before they wipe everybody out. It, this game is coming to the Nintendo Switch. It's already out. And uh, it comes out for $19.99. I think that that's uh, really cool. It's a co-op game. So you don't have to have any secrets from anybody. Uh, I think that this sounds like a really great game to sit down uh, and do couch co-op as you play through. I may actually pick this up. It's from Asmodee Digital. They are making a lot of um, of uh, board game ports for the Nintendo Switch, and I think that's awesome. Of course, we've already talked about Doom, Doom 2, and Doom 3, so I'm not going to mention that again. Um, let's see. What else do we have that's coming up that jumps out at me on the list? And I'm scrolling through, and I really don't see too much that uh, I've heard of before. Uh, we've got Damsel, Damsel coming up on August 7th. We've got Burger Chef Tycoon coming up on August 2nd, alongside Saboteur 2 Avenging Angel and Super Willu D-Make uh, swap, Swaps and Traps and the church in the darkness those are all coming out on the second and on the seventh is the forbidden arts but there's a lot more on this list so again go to runjumpstomp.com to get the full um uh nintendo download and you can check out all of the stuff that is on its way uh let's take a break we'll hear from our sponsors and when we come back uh we're going to hear a little bit about dragon quest 11s as well as uh, some more information about vouchers be right back so that's the new Super Nintendo Entertainment System. What about it? They say it has 16-bit technology, whatever that means. Oh, I see. What else do they say? That it has 3D graphics and digital stereo sound, and that Super Mario World is included. Okay, okay, we'll get it for them. All right, we are back. First off, uh, Dragon Quest XI-S is a fantastic game. I have it on my PS4. I'm incredibly tempted to buy this game again on the Nintendo Switch. I've talked about it before, and I'm very happy to say they are bringing a demo to the Switch. Actually, I don't know if I'm happy about this. I may be upset about this because I know what's going to happen is I'm going to download the demo and I'll start playing it. I'll be like, yeah, this game is awesome and I want to have it on my Switch instead of my PS4 and then I'll end up buying it. Damn it, Square Enix, what are you doing to me? Uh, so they have uh, announced that we're, we're getting a demo uh, for the Nintendo Switch, and uh, we don't know when the demo is coming, uh, but if you download the demo and you keep your save data, you will receive a skill seed as a bonus when you play the full game. I don't remember what a skill seed is, uh, so I can't I can't remember what that means, but uh, um, okay, cool. I don't really care about that nearly as much as the fact that this is a really fantastic game, an extremely traditional JRPG. And the thing that I like most about it is how old school it feels. And I think when people try it, they're going to be like, oh, this is very cool. I'm going to spend some time in this game and they'll end up buying it. And I've talked about this on the show before. I think that too many developers don't too many developers, they just don't do demos. 
And I think that a lot of games would sell a lot better if they had a good demo on the uh, on the eShop. You know, uh, there there are also some games that that do demos that shouldn't. Games like um, Monster Hunter, their demos are always awful. And unless you are already super familiar with Mo the Monster Hunter series, playing those demos almost always scares people away. I think, uh, but. Uh, Dragon Quest XI-S is getting a demo, and I think it's awesome, and I can't wait to play it on the Nintendo Switch. It just, all of the new features seem really awesome. That game comes out on September 22nd, and I'm curious if there's anybody out there who already owns Dragon Quest XI, are you going to be uh, double-dipping on this? Are you going to be buying Dragon Quest XI-S? I'm very curious about that, uh, because... I still have yet to make up my mind. I keep going back and forth. I, I can't decide. Uh, anyway, uh, let's move on. I want to talk about the, the voucher system. Uh, you guys remember I've talked about this before. The voucher system on the Nintendo Switch Online. Well, here, I can, I can actually give you a little bit more information. So if you go to Nintendo.com and then you click on Nintendo Switch, and then you click on Online Services, and then you click on Special Offers, uh, it says right here, we've got the voucher system. Uh, the voucher system basically is you buy these for $99, and then you trade, $99 gives you a pair of vouchers. And then the vouchers are redeemable for games that may cost upwards of $60. So for example, let's say that you don't have uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and you've been hearing all about it because of the new update uh, that it made me sad. And if you don't know why it made me sad, go back an episode and you'll find out. Um, but uh, you know that, that new update and, and you also want to check out Super Mario Maker 2. Those are two fantastic games. Two phenomenal games and they're $60 a piece but uh, you can spend just $100 saving you $10 per game or a total of $20 saved and these were available right up until July 31st in fact there is a Nintendo Switch game voucher game vouchers FAQ uh, at uh, Nintendo of America's website and it says right here uh, as of July 31st, 2019, Nintendo Switch game vouchers are no longer available for purchase. Previously purchased Nintendo Switch game vouchers can be redeemed for an eligible di digital titles for up to 12 months from the purchase date. So for me, I'm going to be using the because I, I bought one more set uh, because I wanted to save more money. And I'm going to be using that to pick up Luigi's Mansion uh, uh, three, as well as Link's Awakening, because those are two games I knew I was going to buy, so it made sense for me to spend the money uh, ahead of time in order to save another $20. Uh, let's go back to the FAQ. Uh, let's see. Nintendo Switch game vouchers are not currently scheduled to return, but Nintendo of America is continually evaluating special offers from Nintendo Switch Online members. Okay. So what does all this mean? It means that we should not expect that Nintendo will bring back the voucher program at some later date. Like, I think it would be an awesome thing to have them bring it out every year. And people would spend a bunch of money on these vouchers, and then these games would all sell really, really well. I definitely think, 
You know, if, if not for the voucher program, I probably would have skipped Dragon Quest Builders 2. I don't think that I would have spent $60 on it. But because I could get it for $50, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a chance on this. Um, I, f I feel like Nintendo probably sold a lot of games that they would not have otherwise sold. Uh, and that's because of the voucher program. So if the voucher program comes out every year then Nintendo's going to increase their overall sales. They'll also lose lose a little bit of money on each sale, but I think the extra sales would make up far more money for Nintendo than the money that they would lose. And here's why. Uh, by selling these vouchers, they are selling digital games. By selling digital games, that means you're not selling a physical game. And if you don't sell a physical game, then I can't trade it in, and the next person can't buy it from GameStop without you getting any money, Nintendo. So Nintendo, bring it back. Now, before we wrap up uh, the, on this voucher stuff, there's also this ridiculousness is that the these vouchers are still available in Europe and Japan. Only the Nintendo US or Nintendo America got rid of the voucher program. You can still pick these up in um, the European eShop and the Japanese eShop. Now, the thing that I want to make sure that everybody understands, because I know that the, there's people who are going to say, the Switch is region free. That's okay. I'll just make an eShop account and I'll be all set. Doesn't work that way. Because I just went on to actually, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and do it now. Although I probably shouldn't because I got to put in my password and it will be hard to talk while I do that. But I'm going to open up the eShop, the Japanese eShop, because I have I have multiple uh, accounts, one for the Japanese eShop, one for the European eShop and so on. Uh, and I'm going to go into my European eShop. It's going to ask me to put in my password and I'll have to try and do that while talking because... Otherwise, it'll be distracting and there'll be just be silence and the clicking of buttons. Um, but um, uh, the, the reason I, I tried this earlier and you have to have it doesn't count. Uh, um, wow, I can't. OK, I can't do that. I can't put in my password while I'm talking. Otherwise, I'll start saying my password out loud. Uh, you have to have Nintendo online in that region. So if, if I don't have a, a Japanese Nintendo Online eShop account, I can't buy the vouchers from that, even though I have a Nintendo uh, Switch Online account. Hopefully that makes sense. I don't know if I'm explaining it well. Uh, so you, yes, you could essentially buy another one for 20 bucks, but I don't think that's really in your best interest. Now, uh, I was a little skeptical that it would be taken away in the U.S., uh, but not taken away in Europe and Japan. And so while I was building the show notes and everything, I asked chat for somebody who lives in Europe to check that out for me. And Hopple in chat said, says I can confirm I can go on the Japanese eShop right now and, or, or I'm sorry, the German eShop right now. And we can see it. In fact, I can bring up, they sent a message to me on Discord. Uh, they can still buy... Uh, the Nintendo Switch game coupons, which is what I guess they're called in the German eShop. So they're still available in other regions. They're just not available in the uh, in the States or in the West. And I think that that's kind of lame. Uh, however, what, what they do have available right now 
uh, is, uh, let me go back, because I want to make sure I say the right thing, because I can't remember what it was. Uh, they do have available, um, you, I think you can pre-download, uh, you can claim it now, but you can pre-download the uh, Mario Tennis Aces um, unlock thing, uh, the game trial. So if you look, uh, if you're watching my YouTube channel uh, right now, you can see that uh, right up there, it says Mario Tennis Aces game trial. If I click on that, let me see what happens when I click on that. If I click on that, it brings it up oh, and it wants me to, oh yeah, I can download it ahead of time. So you don't have to wait August 7th to download it. So if you don't have Mario Tennis Aces and you do have Mario or Nintendo Switch Online, uh, you can go download it now so that when the 7th hits, you're not wasting your time downloading it then. Although it's a tiny little download and we can, we can go right back to what I was talking about earlier as far as the size of the download for this thing. It's going to be tiny compared to something like DC Universe Online, which is over 20 gigs, which is just bananas. I don't understand why these other companies can't figure it out. But if I go to this and go to download, let's see, what's the download size? Uh, does it say? Oh, it doesn't say for some reason. Uh, my guess is it's probably like four gigs or less, but uh, somebody in chat, I'm sure, will be able to find out for us. Now, anyway, uh, those are the news stories for today. We've only got about five minutes left, and I still have a bunch of feedback from you guys. So what I'm going to have to do, because I, I, I didn't expect to talk about all this stuff for as long as I did, uh, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to take this stuff uh, the, this feedback and I'm going to make a light switch, which will just be your feedback. And I will have that episode come out, um, tomorrow on Sunday, uh, f so that you guys can, so I can get all of these emails off of my, off of my desk and, uh, we can move on to the next set of emails that come in. And by the way, if you want to, uh, give feedback for the show, there's a lot of ways to do it. First off, you can become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me through email, uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. And you can reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Use that hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. If you're looking for ways to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, uh, check out runjumpstomp.com slash shows. And if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, uh, leave a comment right down below. Don't forget to hit the like and uh, subscribe if you haven't. Uh, again, that the URL is youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. And I will see you guys next time. The music you are hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix. Thank you to live chat for hanging out with me while I was recording. And thank you for listening or watching. Bye-bye.